to the Cinema Rag, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent, narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. And this is May. And welcome back to the Cinema Rag. Today we're going to continue our series on the 10 most overrated actors and actresses under the age of 50. I definitely recommend if you did not listen to part one, which we did our six through 10, I recommend you go listen to that right now. We will not mention who those actors and actresses that we mentioned in that episode were. We're going to start right off the bat with our five overrated actors and actresses now as we fleshed out in the first episode this is not necessarily their ability to open a movie because i think some of these people that we've mentioned in the past or that we've mentioned or we're going to mention in this episode can open movies it's just more of a question of talent are they talented okay. may you ready to go yes ladies first who is your fifth most overrated actor or actress? Okay, well, I have to say that I had a tie with this one because I also needed to get five actors, but uh, I only have four if I don't include this one. Hold on, so you think you need to have five actresses and five actors? Is that like... Yeah, that's what I thought the rule was. You have to be balanced. But anyways, oh, I'm not balanced. I think I have. Oh, you're not balanced. Okay, good. Well, anyways, with this one actor, I thought he was a lot younger than he actually was. And then I just looked up. He's born in 1971. Mm -hmm. But he is named Jared Leto. Interesting. Jared Leto. Okay, what's your take? Um, I, You know, he was on that show with Claire Danes. My uh, so-called life. Yeah. ABC, yeah, he was okay yeah. in that. Okay, He's, he deserved, I think, the Oscar for Dallas Buyers Club. Um, but and he also really actually was a good Joker in Suicide uh, Squad. But then Joaquin Phoenix stole his thunder, and so after that, he he was just very upset with that and just stopped doing the role of of the Joker. But uh, anyways, I, you know, I, I, I don't know why I think he's, I, I think he's, he, he's good at playing himself on screen as well. I think that's one of the things that we've been talking about a lot with a lot of these actors. And I think his best movie is actually Requiem for a Dream, mm. which okay. is a Darren Aronofsky film. Yes. And he plays a drug addicted son of Ellen Burstyn, yes. who's also addicted to her own prescription medicines. And Jennifer Connelly's also in that film, as well as Marlon Wayans. And I just think it's a, a, a great film of Darren Aronofsky's. That's and, at his peak. That's when he was actually successful and making yeah. commercial movies and movies that were considered to be good. He hasn't really been in that yeah, but I, I just don't see Jared Leto's career going anywhere now. Ever since Joaquin Phoenix took away the Joker from him, so okay, I, that's basically it for him. But my real number five, who is of age, is Jesse Eisenberg. Ah, he all right, okay. So 
He is so wooden. Let so me, stoic, so let, fast. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. I, want, I definitely want to give you time on Eisberg, but let me give my take on Leto. I think Leto is, in my opinion, rated. I think he's not overrated. I think if you see him like in Panic Room, I think he's good in Panic Room. Mm-hmm. Requiem in a Dream, I think he's great. The af- aforementioned movies, he's he's good. I think he has talent. Uh, the, the Steve Prefontaine movie when he was younger, I think he's got talent. Yeah, but, I- you shouldn't have dropped him, May, because he's over 50 and he would have been in our next episode. So you cannot use him in the over Yeah, okay. Over See, now, I agree with you that he does have some talent then. So. <laughs> well, but if he's got talent, then he should be like your number 10, number your five. Because really, one through five should be these people have no talent. Emperor has no clothes. How are these people getting roles? But either yeah. way, Eisenberg. I, Eisenberg go ahead. Go very... ahead. Go ahead. He's just so, uh, he's just too, too wooden for me. And, and yet he, he works well in, in the Superman movies as Lex Luthor. Mm -hmm. Uh, the social network, I find him highly annoying. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like he's nothing like who, who's the Facebook guy? Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. I don't think he's really trying to act like Zuckerberg, which is true. But um, I think he's trying to do a caricature portrayal of that character. I don't think he's trying to be Zuckerberg. Yeah. So I think I think he's embellishing upon kind of the Zuckerberg archetype. But go ahead. So what, yeah, what's your problem with fast, him? This type of fast talking is good for narration, first mm. person narration in movies, and that's about it. But I, I don't see him playing playing anybody else but himself when he's doing that, really, except as Lex Luthor, because Lex Luthor is really legitimately crazy, um, the one that he's playing, at least. Uh, and he's also in those Zombieland films, which with Emma Stone. And so both of them, I don't see how they have any true, true chemistry, really. Okay, here's my take on Eisenberg. I think he plays the neurotic Jew very well. He's Woody Allen for this generation. Now he doesn't play Jews in all of his movies, but he has that he he has that kind of cerebral, overly neurotic character down pat. Whether it be Zuckerberg in Social Network, or whether it be he has that show on Hulu, The Fleshman uh, Show. It's the same role. He plays the same role pretty much in every movie he does 30 minute delivery that that comedy same thing he's the same dude in every role except in lex luther as lex luther yeah and he's good in it and he's uh he's not i mean he is trying to play crazy well i think the litmus test in all these is could he play in a british period movie no i don't think he could See, I don't necessarily agree with that as my standard, you know, for... Well, what is your standard for range? Talent. If somebody can play a British period movie. Okay, well, what's your definition for talent then? Because I think being able to play several accents is a a definition of talent and range. I think you should at least, like you said with Brad Pitt, I think you should at least try to do an accent, even if you're not always in the accent like a great Robert De Niro or a great Christian Bale. But um, 
Yeah, but, you know, talent to me is as long as you are good in that genre of film and you do stick to it, then that, that to me knows, shows that you know what you're good at. So, well, I think it shows, I think it shows Hollywood intelligence. It shows what your limitations are. I agree. And we're, we're going to talk about one of my guys who, who does the same type of movies every time. But it doesn't mean okay. it's talented. It just means that you're smart and you realize your, your limitation. Now, let me well, get to that. That, that has a lot to do with talent, too. I think. Well, I think it has to do with intellectual acumen and Hollywood acumen, knowing what your strengths and weaknesses are and sticking and doing those same, same movies so you can get paychecks. But I don't think that's acting talent. That well, is that, just, to me, that's part of it. That's just part intelligence to know what your limitations are. That's right. To me, it's part of knowing who you are. Okay. As an all right. Let's get yeah. to my number five because I want to definitely give time for the top two for each of our lists. My number five is Chris Evans. Now, I was going to have Henry Cavill in this, but Cavill, Superman fame, uh, Mission Impossible fame. I do remember him on the show, The Tudors, the Showtime show with Jonathan Reese Myers, and play, he plays uh, Henry VIII's best friend. And I think he has more talent than Chris Evans, simply because he can do American roles and he can do British roles. To me, Chris Evans has no range. He's Captain America. If you go back when he was younger, another teen movie, you know, where he got his start, like those early movies, he plays the typical dumb jock who's handsome. And Captain America, to me, is not a stretch. And you could say Knives Out. He got a lot of you know, credit for Knives Out. But again, it knives out he's okay, but he's the same character in every movie. Again, you go to my part one. This is the reoccurring theme you're going to see for my 10. They have no range. Chris Evans has no range. What's your take? And he doesn't really play the nemesis very much either. And that's another thing about talent, I think. You have to be both good and bad. You have to be the nemesis, and you also have to be the hero. So... I uh, I don't see I see Chris Evans being the hero more. Um, he was that in Snowpiercer, which is actually a good film that yeah, I would yeah, compare yeah. to Bullet Train a little bit. But yeah, he he doesn't play the nemesis very often. Do you think he has talent? I do. I mean, anybody in Hollywood in movies has to have some talent. I don't. I, I mean, completely disagree. I think some people can just talent. be good looking and they can memorize words and repeat them. I don't give a lot uh, of talent to actors. Most yeah, actors yeah. couldn't have a real job. They're just good looking and they can memorize words and repeat them. Yeah, but he's good as Captain America, I think. Okay, but uh, again, like, what do you have to do to be Captain America? Be earnest and good looking and chiseled. Right, okay. Okay, he's got, he's got the all-American looks. You have to have the yeah. all-American looks. Okay. All right, who's your number four? My number four is Dakota Johnson. <laughs> because she basically just has Fifty Shades of Grey, three her trilogy, and she also has The Social Network, too. The all two she was hardly in that minutes. movie, right. but she's just so uh, bland. Uh, so monotone. She reminds me of a well. I, you told me I can't mention anybody that we would mention in the next show. So spoiler alert. She reminds yeah. me of this person, um, but I won't say. But yeah, she's just very monotone, and it's mm. just very annoying. The only movie that I like her in really is Peanut Butter Falcon. Mm -hmm. She's mm -hmm. actually very sweet. She plays a very sweet character, but that's all she really does. She just plays sweet. 
And uh, it's kind of frustrating that she's typecast. Well, I think it's interesting that we pick a lot of these Nepos. She's another Nepo. Her mom is Melanie Griffith, her dad. Right. Tom Johnson. So no doubt being uh, related to them helped her get roles early on, like in 21 Jump Street and like you mentioned, Social Network, where she essentially plays the whore that bangs Justin Timberlake's character, the, the Napster guy. Right. I was actually going to put him down, but no. no. <laughs> well, yeah, I think he's more of a singer and he doesn't do enough roles. Well, my, Dakota Johnson, to me, is, is the ingenue, right? Like a lot of these actresses, going back to Cameron Diaz, they're, they're picked for their beauty, not for their talent. And right. her talent is her beauty. And so in Fifty Shades, she took that role. A lot of women didn't want to take those roles uh, because of the nudity. And look, Fifty Shades to me is so tame. I don't get why, but, oh my God, these movies. I think they're laughably funny, like Twilight laughably funny. But I think they're fun to watch. And really, to me, I mean, this is a separate topic, but the sex scenes in, in Fifty Shades, he ties her up. Isn't like a, That's like 50% of marriages. I mean, that's real. It's not a big deal. I find her to be pretty. I think she's pretty in those movies. I don't think she's aging that well. But to her credit, she did try range. She did persuasion. I don't know if you saw that. I think it was on Netflix. It came out last year. And what kind of role was it? It's Jane Austen's persuasion. So she's playing oh, okay. my quintessential British period movie. So, But how was she? She was okay. Did she perfect the, the accent? I think I think she did a good enough job. I can see where you think she's overrated because she plays essentially the same role. But I mean, mm -hmm. I will. I don't have her in my top ten. Uh, I, I think she's at least trying, and she has some range. And she's still getting movies. That's the thing. She's getting a lot of movies, and I it could be the nepotism. It could be hey. because. Uh, not Don Johnson's acting chops necessarily, but because of Melanie Griffith's acting chops. <laughs> um, Melanie Griffith is a very talented actress, I think, but she she's done, I think. So well, now Dakota's carrying on the torch. So. I think she gets roles because hey, you don't want Zorro, the stepdad, Tony Banderas, calling you and threatening. <laughs> Yeah, cool. but that, they're over now. They divorced. And, I, and I think, you know, dating Chris Martin. I mean, think of Chris Martin. Chris Martin gets almost peak Gwyneth Paltrow after after uh, Brad Pitt and Affleck got her peak years. Then he gets, he gets you know, early late 20s, early 30s, Paltrow has two kids. And then he gets, he just like, I'm going to exchange you in the conscious uncoupling and I'm going to get the much younger Dakota Johnson. And so they've been dating for several years. All right. Yeah, and I don't really. I'm not a Chris Evans fan, or not a Chris Evans, but Chris, Chris Martin. Martin fan. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. My number four, The Rock. He is 50 uh, years old, so he barely fits <laughs> this. What's his talent? He plays the same role in every movie, but he opens movies. People will go see The Rock, mm -hmm. whether it be in The Fast Furious when he's in those, whether it be in. The stupid movies he does with Wahlberg, whatever the movie is, the kids' movies he's done, he delivers. Hollywood likes him, but he's got no talent. It's not because he necessarily came from the wrestler background. He just has no talent. He's just the same dude in every movie. Basically. Basically, yes. Okay, name I a movie really where he I, I almost picked him, so yeah. 
Name me a movie where he has range. Um, I think it wasn't there that earthquake movie. Okay, but he's playing him. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even seen him in Black Adam, and I hear that he's mad at the the producers for the movie did considering it. It, so. it didn't do well. It didn't do well. Yeah. So he's my number four. All right, who is your number three? Now we're, going, three. now we're going to the hardcore overrated. Okay. What do people Number see? Number three is Emma Watson. Oh, Emma Watson. Because she's just the Harry Potter chick. And she's also Beauty and Beauty and the Beast. And she's done part of the perks of being a wallflower. But she's really, she's not, to me, she's just being herself again, you know. Um, well, okay, so what's herself? You think herself is Hermione? That's who she is? Yeah, because she she was born born into that role, really. Mm -hmm. And so now she's just playing the good girl in each movie. I kind of like Dakota. And I, I don't know, she was also in a movie with Tom Hanks called The Circle, which is a techno-thriller movie. So I'm not sure who, what kind of range she shows in that film, but she basically just plays good, good wholesome girls. I think. Here's so. here's my take on her. I don't think she's honestly done enough movies to be considered rated, overrated, underrated. If you take away the Harry Potter movies, and no, you I can't think, take away those Harry Potter movies. Well, no, I mean, but, but it's what nine character. movies where she plays the same character. I'm sorry about the ambulance here. I I I think she's. I think she's wasted the opportunity where she could have gone down the Kira Knightley road. I don't think she's as pretty or as good of an actress as Kira Knightley, but she could have had that avenue where she's doing those movies. And honestly, she just doesn't have, if you look at her work, her oeuvre, she doesn't really have a lot of movies in her credits. Once you get in the last 10 years, she was in that horrific This Is The End movie. She has a cameo with... You know, the Rogue and Franco crowd. Perks. Yeah, she's Perks. fine in Perks. But she, she's still getting film projects, though. She's still getting yeah. films. Is she so. getting top-notch directors, top-notch movies? Mm, I'm not sure about that. I have to look at that IMDb thing again. But okay, she, she still has, like, three upcoming films coming, I think. All right. Um, I, I won't like with your number seven in the previous episode. I won't give an opinion because I, I just don't think she has enough work to, to, to be properly rated. I respect your decision to put her on top three. I just don't think she has enough movies to really kind of gauge. It's like a football player, no, right? Doesn't. The quarterback with five stars, you can't really determine it. No, I think career. That she has enough. Okay. All right. That's fine. My number three Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan is the same in every role. Now, I think some of this is just hashtag diversity, hashtag we need more people of color, hashtag we need a new Denzel, hashtag we need a new Will Smith. And so they, they pluck him out of Friday Night Lights. And I love Friday Night Lights. That's where he got his start. And then he's in Fruitvale Station. And then later, of course, he's in the Creed movies. And he's in... Um, uh, Black Panther, and he's done some other movies, but any movie where he's not Creed and he's not in the Black Panther movie, his movies do horrible. There was that movie where he plays a lawyer, tanked. 
there's that movie he did with uh, the comedy he tried to do with uh, who's it Efron and uh, Teller. I can't remember who the other two guys in it. Not good. He plays one role really well, and it's the same role that he plays in Creed, and he plays in Friday Night Lights, and he plays in Black Panther. It's the smoldering, angry, taciturn guy. The dude's got no range. At least Denzel tried Kenneth Branagh as much ado about nothing, and he was horrible in that. But give Denzel credit. And Denzel is not overrated. He's, you know, a goat. But at least Denzel tried a British period movie. Michael B. Jordan just plays Michael B. Jordan. He he has no range. He has no comedic talent. He certainly can't do a period movie. All he can do is smoldering taciturn black man what's your take i don't have anything against him i think he does have some talents i think he was good in the black panther um or black panther um but yeah i i think he's his range right i think you're correct about that he doesn't have much range and that's that's pretty much what all I have to comment on that for. But you know, I don't think like what other, what other upcoming movies does he have? I mean, well, he's got Creed you know, with uh, the next great black actor that is going to be in that movie. Um, he's got. To be honest, I couldn't tell you what he has upcoming. Let's go to your number two, and we'll look up what he's got in an upcoming project. So here's your number two. But before that, yeah. Oh, he was in Fantastic um, Four. Emma Watson only has a a TV show coming out this year. Oh, get this. Get this. She was also in Little Woman, too. Yeah, and she's fine in Little Woman. I remember seeing her in Little She's fine. But again, she needs to do British period movies. That is her avenue. Okay, so get this. You've seen Thomas Thomas Crown Affair, the, the Pierce Brosnan, Rene Russo classic? Yes, I've heard. Okay. But it's Michael also B- Steve McQueen, too. Yes, that's true, originally. He is doing a redo of that. And I guess he's going to play Thomas Crown. That is going to crash. Michael B. Jordan cannot play that role. He can. He is not sexy charismatic. He is brooding and one-dimensional. Then he's doing a movie where he's doing Methuselah. I don't know what's going to be the topic of that one. Maybe the old biblical character, and then he's got Creed three coming out. Okay, yeah, Creed. I'm not a huge fan of the the whole Sly Stallone. Well, Sly's not going to be in this one. There was a falling out where he's not going to be in Creed three, and he's been talking trash about Creed three. Oh, okay. Yeah, but again, well, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the franchise, really. Okay, who that awkward moment? That's the movie he did with uh, Teller. Who interesting, neither of us, well, I don't know, you had two left, but neither of us put Teller in that, but Zach Efron, Teller, and Michael B. Jordan. Those are the three guys in that comedy. All right, who's your number two? Uh, Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. He yeah. is my number two as well. My number one was uh, revealed in the first part. Mm-hmm. Chalamet. Why? Why do you have Chalamet? What's your take? He's also another one of those stoic creatures who who just knows how to 
he's kind of like Michael B. Jordan. He just smolders. Um, and he doesn't have much charisma either. I mean, he's in, he's in the lead as in Dune. And that was actually something that Kyle MacLachlan played. Yeah, originally. Like in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And he was a lot better, I think, yeah. than Timothy. Um, and, you know, I just think, you know, he did get an Oscar nomination for Call Me By Your Name. And he was in Lady Bird and Little Women. Mm-hmm. But I think he just sort of, he plays those very quiet, effeminate kind of guy really and the only thing i liked him then really was hostels because he was very he was supposed to be very young and he was a somebody in the uh uh, in the army i believe along with christian jill but no i just think he's getting too many of these great movies roles and not really deserving of them have you seen the trailer for wonka He's, he's playing Willy Wonka. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. I think he has the look. He's got the good, pretty boy looks, but I don't know if he can be a, be a Wonka. All right. Here's, Chalamet is my number two. I think he's exceedingly overrated, similar to Michael B. Jordan. He's got a little more range. I'll give him credit. He's got a little more range than Jordan. Um, I think he's good in Hostels. I think he's fine there. Ladybird. And and uh, Little Women, he's playing himself. I remember when he was in Homeland, he played uh, the son in Homeland, and he's essentially the same thing. Like Hollywood um, has anointed him the next young hot actor, male actor, because I think, and we'll have a future episode on this, because Hollywood is dying for new young male talent because there's not a lot out there, and so they anointed him this 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 Messiah, this savior for Hollywood for the under twenty five crowd. And you look at him, it's like, okay, look, he can't do action movies. He's too effeminate. He's way too effeminate. And I would even say he's handsome. So he has this certain look and this certain type that would fit certain roles. But he's he's not going to be the next Cruise, the next Pitt, the next DiCaprio. He just doesn't have the look. And I don't think he has the range. And I think it's one of these things of putting a circle peg in a square hole, the toddler game, where the toddler keeps trying to shove it in there and he doesn't realize it's not <laughs> going to fit. That's what Chalamet yeah. is. This is one of the classic emperor has no clothes. The guy has no talent at all, at all, at all, zero. And yeah, he's not he, handsome. Dude, he's he's not such handsome. a boring Dune is such a boring film because of him. Look, Denis Villeneuve, I think, is a fabulous director and i think visually dune is pretty impressive and i think honestly it's better than the original dune the original dune was confusing this one i think make, at least the first part makes sense you like the, I, the I, I i liked dune i like via dune i think it was good mm-hmm. would i ever watch it again no i won't watch it again but i think it's it's good it's got my girl rebecca ferguson who i love and it's got oscar isaac and i, I think there's there's talent in that movie but I don't think he can carry. I don't think he can carry a franchise, anything with intellectual property. And again, he can't ever be like a leading man because I don't think women find Chalamet attractive. He mm-hmm. doesn't have Redford, Warren Beatty, Brad Pitt, classic looks. He's got this weird metro 
I'm gay, I'm straight, I'm probably both vibe. And I just think most of most women don't find that attractive. And certainly most of middle America is not going to respond to Timothy Chalamet. He kind of has what I consider to be a Montgomery Clift vibe, which is... Montgomery Clift was a pretty boy too. Okay, but but Montgomery Clift was handsome. He was a handsome man. Yeah, I think Timothy Chalamet is handsome. Chalamet's got like the bad peach fuzz mustache. He looks like he's still going through puberty. He's got this weird, awkward face where clearly he's not going through puberty, but he's got a weird face. And he kind of does remind me of early Johnny Depp, but early Johnny Depp was much more handsome. I do think that Chalamet is a handsome man. But he is also very effeminate and also kind of pubescent type. And, uh, but he has good bone structure and all that. So, yeah. But yeah, his talents, We're I don't know. He's, he, he already has an Oscar nomination, too. Okay, but, that, that means nothing. So. I mean, look, look at uh, who is the, the woman from Mighty Aphrodite and, and Romy Michelle's uh, high school reunion? The one right. That- Woody um, was dating Mira Sorvino. Mira Sorvino has an Oscar nomination. I mean, it doesn't mean anything. Right. Okay, it doesn't mean anything. It's kind of like too I think young. She won. I think she won for that. She did so, win for it, but it's also too much too soon, too young. I'll, I'll say this. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. The jury is still out. I think he's going to get the roles, and he can demonstrate that he's got talent. I sense that Wonka, he is going to get laughed at in Wonka. And I don't, yeah, I'm not going to comment on the movie. I'm not going to comment that. I think most people love the Gene Wilder version and the Johnny Depp version is just creepy, comes off like a creepy pedophile. And I think Uh-oh. that this version, they'll kind of correct the mistakes they made uh, on the second Wonka and try to give it more heart like the original Wonka. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. All right, we got nine minutes. I have one left on my list. How many do you have on, on your list? I have just one left on my list. Okay, I will give you the last take, and we'll see if ours over the list. So that, if you watched part one, I knew Chalamet was going to be on her list. That was the one that I knew we would both agree with. Okay, who's your number one most overrated? Well, shouldn't you give your number two? Well, I want you, no, that, I already did my number two. I already went through all of my, aside from one. I oh, think. Michael B. Jordan? Okay. Yeah. Um, my number one is Zendaya. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's my number two? Huh? She's my number two. Yeah, she's my last. Michael B. Jordan's your number two, I guess. Right. Okay, she's my number two. I'm sorry, you're right on the list. So she's not even in your list, is she? No, she is. I just said she's my number three. Yeah, she's. Oh, she's your number three. She's my number three. Okay. Why you didn't tell me that? I just told you that right now when you were revealed. Yeah, but you made me go for my number one, and then you didn't even share your number three. Well, it it was my number one that was left on the list. Either way, okay, so we both agree Zendaya is overrated. What's your take? I think that she's a great Disney prodigy. She's a great dancer. But, you know, I think the reason why she's getting all these great roles is because of her performance in Euphoria. Hmm. which is uh, an HBO television show, I think. She got uh, some primetime Emmy Awards for... Very well rated. It is the most, top two most watched HBO show. And in, in the young demographic, the young demographic watches that. that, that yeah. Show. She plays a drug-addicted yeah. teenager, I guess. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's why she's getting all these roles. But she's very mediocre. What makes her mediocre? Why do you think she's the most overrated actress actor out there? Because I think again, she's just playing herself, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, even though we don't know any of these people, but it just seems like they're playing themselves or playing the same template of themselves. Um, she was in Spider Man, the Spider Man movies with Tom Holland, who I do think is very good. Um, and she actually, I heard she rejected his proposal recently. Mm-hmm. Sort of the same. She's holding up for Jacob Alordi. Ah, <laughs> uh, she she was already with Jacob Alordi before, but I don't know why oh, she. Oh, I don't think she was dating Jacob Alordi. No, she, she dated Jacob Lordy for sure. a little while, but then she went with Tom Holland for a little, much longer. So this was before Lordy was with, with Kaya Gerber? Yes. Okay. So now she's just rejected Holland's proposal. So well, maybe they're still dating, just, though. They're still yeah, dating. She, she probably thinks they're just too young. Okay, let me give you my take on Zendaya, because I do want to do some honorable mentions. We have five minutes left here. I agree yeah. with everything you said. Uh, I think it's just like hashtag we need a young black actress. It's Zendaya. Now that, and I want to say if this, if you guys think it's racist that two out of my top three are black, listen to part one because everyone in part one was white. Zendaya has no range, like you said. She's cute in Spider Man. She's charming. Euphoria. I've seen the show. It's alarming. I'll I'll mention an honorable mention from that show. Uh, no range. No range. Again, very young. She still has the time to show us that she deserves the attention and roles that she's getting. She seems like a classy lady, from what I can tell. But in terms of her talent, it's just not there. Emperor has no clothes. Big time. And so if you look at my last three, Michael B. Jordan, Chalamet, and her, uh, my four, three, and two, because my number one was mentioned in the first episode because May took it from me. All of them are young, and all of them are way overhyped. Now, do you have any honorable mentions? Like other... Yeah, but you said we might do an over 50 show. Right, no, but under under 50. Let me, no, then they're one. all over 50. Okay, I got one. Maybe this will help you find, think of somebody else. Talking about Euphoria, Sydney Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney is getting so much love. Let me tell you, Sydney Sweeney has no talent, and she was in White Lotus. She's in Euphoria. And look, what, what what gives her talent? She's got big breasts and she comes off like a young woman's Kathleen Turner from Body Heat. That's the movie she needs to do. She needs to redo Body Heat. She is slated to do, um, what was the Jane Fonda movie, Barbarossa? No, Barbarella. Barbarella. Barbarella yeah, no. she's casted to do Barbarella. That fits her well. Sex pot. Simi Sweeney is a sex pot with no talent. She plays the, not much different than Michael B. Jordan, but a different type of just sullen, disturbed, kind of sarcastic teenage girl. That's what she plays well. That's White Lotus and Euphoria. She's got no talent, but the, the guys love her, obviously, because she's got big breasts and she's curvy. I don't think she has a classically handsome face. I, don't, I, I think she's way overrated for the amount of attention she's getting. Okay. Yeah, I don't really have much of an opinion of her because I've never seen her in anything. So, Okay, that's fine. I think going from the Euphoria cast, Jacob Elordi, who was in the kissing booth, I think he's got potential. I think he has potential to be a movie star because he's very tall, 
very handsome, and he's 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 pretty good as an eight in Euphoria. He plays like the I have the bravado. I'm the very popular guy, good looking, popular. But he plays like the um traumatized. I have a lot of darkness in me, pretty well. So I could see him getting a Marvel movie. I could see him getting some sort of intellectual property because he, I think, has a lot of the package. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I think he might turn out to be another like Eric Bana, probably, who oh. has a short career, probably. Eric Bana had a, had a good enough career. I think a lot of actors would take his career. I mean, he could end up more like a Jai Courtney or a Alex Pettifer. Or, uh, or maybe he'll or, end up like Sam Worthington. Sam Worthington, I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think he's got more talent than Sam Worthington, and I think he's better looking as well. I mean, we talked about this. May and I have talked, we had two minutes left here, but May and I have talked about it. Like, how do you end up being in the biggest movie of all time and you can't parlay that into something constructive in your career? He's done nothing aside from Clash of the Titans remakes. Uh, that's it. What has he done in 10 years? You're in the most successful movie of all time? That tells you right there that Hollywood thinks you have no talent. Well, maybe, but also he just lives in Australia and he's putting shrimp on the Barbie. You know? Well, maybe he's living in Australia because he can't get a job. The Hemsworth spent yeah. time over there. Well, Liam doesn't get a job anymore, but you know, Chris Hemsworth, I mean, Matt Damon spent a lot of time in Australia, so I think he's in Australia because he's in exile because no one's going to cast him. He, he should thank James Cameron like he's God, pretty much, for, for what he did for him. All right, May, we got a minute left. Anything okay, I want to talk about uh, somebody from Hollywood. Make it fast. Uh, nepotism here. And I do think that would be uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. I think she's gotten way too many movies because of her father's name. Yeah. And I, I, I just don't see that her talent, her range is very good. So I agree. You know, she was in the Jurassic movie. She was in the village, the M. Night Shyamalan, of course, the help. Yeah, I think you're right. If she wasn't Howard's kid, I don't think she would get that many roles. All right. We got 30 <laughs> seconds left. We appreciate you guys coming on and listening to this, this fledgling podcast. Please subscribe and uh, tell other people about it. May, May take care. You take care, Gregory. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow The Rag today. Until next time.